right. I think we might be live. Let's see. I'll make sure we're here. So far, we're not, but give me a minute here. Um, are we here? Yes, we are. Okay. Let me make sure to edit this because it has been not letting anything I do be public, which is retarded. Facebook is, um, Facebook's so fun. They just, they deplatformed uh, Laura Eisenhower and David Rodriguez. And then this morning they deplatformed Jason Dean, Dr. Jason Dean. And what they're doing with me now is every time I post something, if I don't click the extra button that says that I want it to be public, then it only shows to me. Like I'm the only person in the world that can see any of my, of the posts, not a single person, but I have a public page and i have the settings set for public, but if I don't click the button that says that I want everyone to see it, then they won't. Anyway, hi, my name is Dr. Sharnell Wolverton Sihan. I am with SwiftFire.org, True TV. Super excited because we have James Redfield here. He is an author. Uh, he wrote the book Celestine Prophecy back in the 90s. I read the book then. I actually got it out again a few years ago and um james i've never talked to you in person i've met your wife but i love your work and i've recently went back to some of your videos on synchronicity and you you call it the morphic field i call it the biofield we have a lot of things that we're kind of talking about the same but um i would love for you to share your background and how you got you know, the book and where you are now and just a little bit for the people who are on my audience who may not be familiar with your book or your work, just okay. to kind of start that out. Well, good. Uh, happy to be with you and hello, everyone. Um, you know, it's really fun for me to talk about the books right now. We uh, have just re-released a copy of The Celestine Prophecy. Uh, and that's fun because it has a new afterword about it. Uh, but these are novels, these are venture tales. And uh, what we're really looking at is uh, a novel that talks about uh, spiritual consciousness. And really what it talks about is the real, real experience of this thing called spirituality. Uh, and all the, uh, you know, for decades, eons really, humans have been trying to figure out what is our spiritual nature? Uh, what is this? If there's a creator, uh, what's the nature of that creator? And, and so uh, I was a psychotherapist and uh, in, in the 90s, I uh, really wanted, well, I was experiencing uh, the, suddenly the results of, of what was called the human potential movement and that is it was a, a quasi-scientific very scholarly but also uh people poets mystics uh everybody uh, come together in this really great dialogue and get this it started with carl jung a hundred years ago when when carl jung who's a depth psychologist 
uh, broke from Sigmund Freud and said, guess what? There's a spiritual part of our nature as well. And he created, started this whole conversation that has lasted a hundred years. And I think that uh, 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 what has happened and what was happening back in the 90s was a kind of uh, a lot of reading about consciousness and about spirituality. And what happened was that everybody was sort of reading this human potential movement, starting to realize they were these key experiences that defined spirituality. You know, spirituality is not a yes, I believe, or no, I don't believe, uh, you know, a mental kind of decision. It's I can experience this connection called spirituality, spiritual connection, consciousness, uh, or I can live my, my life uh, not knowing all that's real. So what I decided to do is, uh, is take that moment of uh, and write a, a series of novels about what the real experience of spirituality is like. Uh, what these scholars for a, a hundred years have talked about. And, uh, you know, I, it, my first book was of nine key, I called them insights. They're really, uh, they're really understandings that I argued was coming to consensus in the world about how spirituality really worked. Uh, you know, what, uh, what is the spiritual nature of this planet, you know, what are the spiritual rules? What, you know, what can we expect uh, to have in terms of experiences? So I, I started off with nine and then in three uh, uh, subsequent novels, I talked about an 10th, 11th and 12th uh, understandings of how the spiritual world really worked and how really since we're spiritual beings, in my view, uh, how the how the universe really works. Uh, so we, in, in my view, we understand how to have the ex full experiences of spirituality now for the first time. And, uh, you know, the book, uh, the, 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 my first book, of course, kind of went viral before uh, the word was coined. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, it just, you know, it just people pass it around like crazy. And uh, it, in, within two years, it was the best-selling book in the world. And which just made my point was that people were understanding and, and, and pursuing and finding the real spiritual experiences and understandings of how, as I put it now, how to find the spiritually connected, fully conscious life. And, and that is by the way, the most creative life you can find, the most emotionally stable life you can find, and the, and the easiest life that you can find because there's, there's a karma uh, 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 a lot, uh, uh, principle operating in the world. That's one of the insights. And if you get on the right side of karma, uh, which is about giving, not taking, then yeah. what happens is life goes a lot easier. You have good karma. You have more synchronicity, which is one of the basic experiences as well. So we can talk about one or all of those and uh, I have a lot of fun, but I, I go around everywhere that saying to people that this is a magic time 
uh, a kind of time of pursuing consciousness. And it was happening before the shutdowns, right? Three generations were asking, what is my, what is, what's the meaning of life? Why am I here? In big ways. Uh, and then what happened just in the middle of that, that big conversation, you know, we had all the COVID shutdowns. And then all of a sudden we're sitting, not only are we pondering, you know, the meaning of life, but we're, we're, we're pondering it all shut up in our houses, right? So we're having to uh, really uh, find a mean, a personal meaning uh, for life, not just having fun and all the things that we do to distract ourselves. You know, it's we've been kind of forced to really come to grips with, you know, how, what is my true inner security? What's my connection with the divine uh, and all the rest. So uh, I call it the, the the spiritual reset. You know this this yeah um, for whatever you know. I think it, we we're all we were all locked locked down for very sinister reasons. Uh, yeah. It didn't happen happen to happen. It didn't have to happen. It never we were never locked down in all the previous um, uh, problems with uh, uh, these bugs that come around. Nobody ever thought about uh, locking down because it ruins your livelihood. It destroyed at least 26 million people's livelihood, yep. uh, which means, and that's just in the United States, in the, in the world, uh, it really shut down and put uh, in control uh, what we see as really uh, a fearful kind of self-serving controllers. And uh, we just have to break out of that, you know, and take our freedoms back and, that's necessary, uh, even as we uh, try to stay safe uh, in this environment. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, without an economy, uh, it, it, you know, not only 120 million people, I mean, excuse me, a thousand people are gonna die in the United States, which have, uh, but, you know, 26, I mean, millions of people have died from heartbreak in nursing homes because their loved ones can't, couldn't come see us, see them, of people who failed uh, the uh, to get necessary medical procedures because they're afraid to go to the hospital uh, and died from that. I mean, the numbers from the lockdown in terms of deaths, you know, are multiple, any deaths that uh, happened in the nursing homes. And re remember, three million people die in nursing homes and in, in private care every year in the United States. And what? And now we know that the the the, the actual tests are bogus. Uh, they have a seventy five percent positive bias, and so now there's a so called surge at the same time yeah. that we realize that most people are not vulnerable to this this bug and uh so it's 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 kind of it was kind of a you know a dark side attempt to take over but in my view you know the silver lining is that it's a real spiritual reset i mean we're you know there's a lot of influence and and a, and really kind of positive power that comes from connecting spiritually and so we're gonna uh, you know the, the rebound from this it's going to be a real cleanup of corruption in the world. Yes. Yes. Uh, I got a few things. Um, 
as a naturopath, people that I'm seeing and what I've seen with all of this, yes, I absolutely agree a million percent. You said that so very eloquently, um, this reset, um, you know, with the surge from the lockdowns, which are totally bogus, but it's about cases because they're locking down because there's more cases, but by definition, cases mean tests. So if they ramp up more tests, then of course they're going to have more cases because cases are tests. So the more tests that you have, even if someone is tested 55 times, then that counts as 55 cases. So that's what's causing the numbers to go up. I know people who, um, you know, in the school systems who've been t teachers and students have been tested multiple times now because if one person in the room is um, positive, then they test everybody again. Same thing with government. I have one young man who works for the government and he's been tested 11 or 12 times. <laughs> Same thing with the police force or what have you. And he tests negative every time, but in the past, no matter what, everyone was tested positive. Even people who weren't being tested were already considered positive just because you lived in the house where they were and they were getting um, pay paperwork sent to them saying, Oh, you, you tested positive. So yes, I agree. There are a lot of misinformation, a lot of um, sinister activity um, to say the least. Um, and, but yes, I think that during the time when people were quiet and alone and not at work and having less things to deal with, um, they were having to look at themselves and, and their purpose. Not just their connection to God, but a lot of people have lost their jobs completely. And so they're having to um, to look for new ways to make income. And they're, they're going deep and, and they're asking themselves, what is it that I love? And they're paying attention to the authenticity of their hearts and generating that because there is a very much, there's power and that there's a frequency to authenticity. And so while some are taking the choices when they're sitting there um, to do more drugs and alcohol and get lower and get depressed or what have you, there are people who are going the opposite direction and they're finding truth. They're seeking truth. They're finding truth. And it's been a really positive experience. Although I think they're upset and don't like the injustice or the control I agree with you that yes, there's going to have to be some choices made to stand up and how that looks is who knows <laughs> what's going to happen. But I think people are starting to get upset, not as much as overseas. I mean, I have a lot of clients overseas and I've traveled quite a bit. I know you have too. And they're, they're having riots in Germany and the UK and Australia and all, all over. We're not having the riots to, to stop the lockdowns. They're having riots for other reasons that make no sense at all that, you know, it's like in their eyes, they won and they're burning things and beating people up and throwing fireworks at people. So it's like if they lose or win, they're still doing this. But I love what you said about karma because my hope and the law of what energy is, is you only get what you are. And so my, how long you cannot keep doing evil things over and over and over again without getting some sort of um, response to that energetically. And karma doesn't sleep. Karma doesn't take a minute off, let alone a day. 
and they're going to get everything they deserve. And if you talk to people like um, Robert Steele, who's ex-CIA, he's been on the phone with Sidney Powell for the last few weeks, hearing what's going on. Stuff is going down. And yeah, um, I think what they thought was coming against us, what they used against us is going to turn in our favor. And um, yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting because it's, it's, it's just a chaotic time. Uh, the astrology, uh, I would recommend Joseph P. Anthony's work, astrological work to really figure out what's going on in the sky. Uh, whether you believe in astrology or not, his interpretations are very interesting. Uh, but what he says, I agree with totally. It's a time where the sunlight is being shined on all the corruption and the, uh, you know, everybody's been uh, compromised in a lot of ways who are in power, uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, money uh, and mischief. Uh, but it's all, it's all happening to be seen uh they're the great majority of people in the united states are all over the world uh love their life believe in democracy believe in uh the truth uh believe uh in the best for their neighbors uh and their children and uh really want the best life possible and i and like i say it's while the uh, in my view the the dark side is is just all that corruption it comes from fear and inner insecurity so you need power to make yourself feel good so that's you know that's what we're uh we're not fighting that because fighting just gets you over in the the dark side what, what you do is you just tell the truth uh everybody's redeemable everybody's on the dark side could come over now uh and and be redeemed uh there's a there's that that structure in the world um and but it, and, and that's only way to, to kind of win for truth and and fairness and uh you know the best for everyone is to tell the truth and share the truth and do it with with love that's 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 what happens with with these experiences of spirituality you know that uh, you know, we're we're seeking and we're finding the real experience of spirituality. And we can talk about a few of those that are very important if you want to. Yes, I would. Um, because I'm just finding this graphic that I saw the other day. It says they aren't asking for unity, although they're declaring it. But they're demanding conformity. There's a difference. And, you know, I think that I really believe there's stuff going on on both sides. I'm not a sides person. I'm a policy person and I get behind life and truth and love. Um, but yeah, I would love to hear your aspect on any of these things, whether synchronicities or the law, um, karma, what you go, I'll just follow your lead. Well, you know, I think that the, the most transforming uh, experience we can have and 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 that's a, a, a revelation uh, in, in terms of experience that we get and, and and that is that we have the ability to to have a flow of synchronicity now synchronicity if Carl Jung founder of the human potential movement coined the word 
it's a principle in the universe, a design in the universe, and it's the perception of meaningful coincidences, right? So if, if we have these my mysterious coincidences, uh, it's how we get help in life. Uh, in other words, if, 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 if truly we can become aware of these mysterious coincidences that are calling us to a certain journey in life, uh, and once you get started in it, you know, it's about, uh, you know, what's your, what your soul wants to do. Uh, and once you start to realize that the universe operates, it's designed to operate so that you're, you, that your basic truth you're to tell in the world, the way you can help the world move forward, uh, happens through these mysterious coincidences. You know, the, the writing of my first book, the way we got it out there, uh, you know, was just a, a dance of, of these mysterious coincidences that opened doors for me. Uh, and any, if you look at any biography of, of someone who's, who's really uh, uh, sort of changed the world, uh, or even, even at any level, you know, at any level, uh, you see uh, that, that their life story was always full of coincidences. So unconsciously, the world has always progressed uh, uh, by people who paid attention and took advantage of these mysterious coincidences that opened doors and provided information at just the right time. So, and the thing about it is, is even those, even those people who say, I want, you know, I want to, you know, to connect spiritually, I think that's real and I want to connect. Uh, it's hard to do because currently the, the world, the kind of uh, assumptions out there in, in the world are, are still very, very materialistic. You know, we live in a world where there's just, it's all chance and we don't we don't believe anything's going on at all it's a random things happen to you in life and all you have to do is is just try to by hook or crook uh, <laughs> uh, make money and have a happy life and uh and go on a bunch of vacations right that's <laughs> the assumption everybody lives with but the our lives really i mean the world has a spiritual design and one of it is if you get aligned with this with the flow of synchronicity that's seeking to guide you toward your your destiny and calling uh that will start to happen you'll start to perceive this uh and the two caveats one is uh you have to always find a, a positive interpretation for everything right some yes. synchronicities are challenging yes right? some some aspect of your life you have to look at of your behavior, uh, of your karma, which we'll talk about next. Uh, you know, you, you have to say, why did this happen to me? Why did my project crash? But there is a positive synchronicity in there because all the major things that happen to us, it's the hand of, of uh, spirit. You know, it's a hand, it's a, it's a mystical hand in your life. And if you get on the, if you start, positively flowing with that then you, then you learn all the lessons you need to learn to ultimately 
complete your destiny and your contribution to the world. And it, it's very important that we reach that if we're going to have an easy life or an easier life. Uh, because there is a karmic design, and, and it's the one thing that humanity has never tried. <laughs> and that is, to, uh, except in little spurts and bubbles, and that is to get in alignment with the karmic design of this world. And I believe that any anyone can prove to themselves is that it's designed around the idea of helping. Yeah. Now, helping is something that uh, you have to pay attention to. In other words, you know, we what we do, even if we're, it's about synchronicity, we're talking to a stranger and we, we're trying to see what synchronicity they're going to give us, right? Well, equally, equally, we have to be searching our intuitive mind for what do I need to share about my life to tell this person maybe a perfect stranger that I'm talking to, uh, to give them a synchronicity. So in other words, you have to give first almost to get the flow of getting back. Because if you're a giver, what happens is that you draw more givers into your life. Can I jump in? Yeah. So as a scientist, um, and, I, and I've written a book, after reading your book in the nineties, um, I've written a book called the science of miracles. And, uh, if you want to know about the bite, I mean, I was so drawn to your book because you talk about the biofield having colors and numbers and I mean, it's code and um, there's equations, there's symbols, you know, and some people can see that I see that as a child and, uh, sometimes it comes on even now it's more felt and understood it's a language that isn't spoken or seen all the time but it's just felt and we can feel that and it's made up of our mind what we're thinking what we're talking about and what we're feeling mostly but it's also a signature dna in our code but what what you talked about it really inspired me to actually break down the science part and the limbic system is behind this is your frontal lobe and your limbic system is behind that limbic system is the seat of your emotions um but it also cannot tell the difference between you and me so if i give money to you or if i tell you a kind word then my limbic system actually equates that as i someone just did that for me and it tells my endocrine system to release all the chemicals as if I was in receive mode of something beautiful and glorious and or financial or, you know, whatever. Giving looks like a lot of different things, but it actually tells your body that you just gave this or someone just gave it to you or you gave it to yourself on a chemistry code. So then that code goes out into the biofield and it not only radiates out, but it collects. So it magnetizes in based on your feelings about it. And what's interesting is that works both ways. So if you are in a grumpy mood, like you said, if you're, if you have something challenging you and your perspective is, Oh crap, this always happens to me. Then you basically create the code for this always happens to me. And then it keeps on coming in different ways happening to you because God source wants to clear that out and it wants you to recognize 
this over and over and see the pattern so you'll get so fed up that you'll clear it out and, and sorry my dog's barking hey shh, sorry um, but same with um, you know any patterns that we have um, when if you if you judge then you have it you're judging yourself that's why scripture talks about judge and you will be judged and I look at scripture like quantum physics um, I know there's a lot missing and all of that but so giving is such a huge thing and it is about the law of karma and there it's so so deep even on a science level because every time we expect something whether it's for ourselves or anytime we judge someone or we're kind to someone or give to someone there's a science to that that actually you can't run away from it because you're the one creating it if things are not happening to us they're happening for us and we're the ones who are doing it to ourselves <laughs> you know we're the creators so you know a lot of people will say oh well God's got this or you know let's just pray I hope God gets this or God will take care of it or why is God allowing this to happen it's like no go deeper and see that the DNA of God is inside of you and you have the technology to co-create something and it can be beautiful if your perspective is, you know, I'm in a situation right now and I'm like, and I caught myself and I'm like, okay, this looks like it is, but also everything always works out for me. So this is going to be awesome. I don't know how it's going to be awesome. I don't know everything yet, but I'm expecting something great because miracles happen to me every day and that's just how it works. So, you know, it's well, a mental, you know, it's, it's, uh, once we get into alignment, you know, if you're a giver, uh, you draw in more givers you open up your yourself uh to being a better giver uh but it's important to know if you're if we're takers and this is why uh and i'll say to finish my statement if you're a taker you draw into life more takers now and and interestingly as psychotherapist for a number of years I realized and any any psychotherapist will tell you that people draw in when they have trouble with someone the people that show up in your life to give you trouble are are people that act just like you <laughs> so you're you know you're if you're in, in we have to look at ourselves okay if we're drawing in people that uh, shout instead of talking reasonably, right? First thing you have to do is, you know, how am I like that? You know, is that a, what's that message? What's the synchronicity of this person showing up in my life? But what happens is that over and over, if you're a taker and, and we're unconscious of most of the taking we do, most of the taking is that we, we, uh, that we uh, point toward people is to get energy back. We feel short of energy, and then, and if, if somebody else is talking in a way that makes us uh, feel put down, then we react in, in a particular way. I call them the controlled dramas that we create in our life, trying to defend ourselves. And those dramas will just spin around and spin around. They never work. You never get to feel much better. But these are our reaction patterns. So watch the people that come into your life and, and 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 when we ask you know what is you know how is that me and then and then let that go let that go and move uh, in a positive direction 
but that when I say the the human race hasn't tried it ever, it's because uh, you know we unconsciously defend ourselves with people and we're taking their energy to so we feel it ourselves and feel better about ourselves. And uh, what happens is that that's just a circle of. Uh, you taking it from somebody and them taking it back from you to sh- to learn to, to ask you to learn a lesson. It's not punishment. It's just that that's the way the karmic uh, design is in this world. So, uh, and that's why it's so important to get on a you know think about giving synchronicity to another person. What does this person need to hear from me? Something I've done. Uh, to, uh, you know, to bring a solution to my life, you know, of, of a problem or of boredom or, or an emotion that's troubling, you know, all that uh, is something that you will, you know, you get your intuitive intelligence opens up and we just get a sense. And remember what happens if, if you just kind of blurt out some story about yourself that, you think that person needs to hear a uh, very, very often they'll say what they'll say, I needed to hear that right now. This is my right now in my life. I really thank you so much. I needed to hear that. So see at, at the karmic level, that is what the world is designed to be. If we're all giving people that we run into in life, if everybody was doing that, no, 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 we would draw more and more givers back to us. Our uh, creations would go more smoothly because you have someone delivering a synchronicity that opens a door for you at every moment. You have a flow. So that's the way the, the spiritual design of this world is. And it's one of the key experiences, alignments. Now, all we have to do is become a giver, uh, a, an intuitive giver, uh, and not a taker, and the world will open up as though it's it's designed for miracles, which it is. Yes, and what I'm hearing you say is something that I say quite often. It's about right being righteous. The word means to be in right standing. And when we are love and we are truth, then that creates a code that goes out and you start collecting loving people righteous people, people that are in right standing, meaning they have full integrity, they're integrated. And we have a few people commenting, well, what about my sister? And what about whatever? And, um, you know, Robert Tennyson Stevens is a dear friend and colleague of mine, and he's a great teacher. And he always says, there is no them. (laughs) There is no them. Everyone is you. And we just tend to use people to show us who we are and if you go back to scripture again it's like what you stand before you become and you know looking in that mirror and god source energy whatever is looking for a clear reflection and he'll continue to allow uh the laws to keep showing us anything that's in us that wouldn't cause that clear you know, clear source energy and it was like, Oh, there's a spot. There's a spot. Oh, look, there's a spot, you know? And it's like, we get, we can, if we have the, the gratitude piece, like you're talking about and saying, you know what, instead of being mad about the person who's really you to just go, 
gosh, mentally, not out loud, but thank you. I'm so glad you're in my life to help me know that this is still in me. You know, it's like, you're me, so let's work on me. It's an inside job. Everything is an inside job. There is no them. Yeah, and, and you know, that uh, honoring them for the, for the, you know, thanks for sharing the kind of what thing you do. It's, it's to keep us positive and giving energy, not taking. Uh, you know, as soon as we de move into defending ourselves, how dare that person talk to me like that, you know, or try to manipulate me in this way or that way, you're defending yourself. Now, it's, uh, you know, what happens with energy, uh, and it, these are novels where characters are discovering this, right? Uh, how to live this way. Uh, but one of, the, one of the biggest design principles in the, in the spiritual world here is that if you give energy, you fill up with that energy first as it flows out of you. So if you're, if you're before you even start a conversation, if you try to see the, you know, the highest spiritual expression on the other person's face and you kind of feed that with your intention and, and literally intend to send uplifting energy to that person, that allows you to keep that level of energy all the time. You, you know, it's the fast recovery from a setback where you are. You, uh, it's also the fast recovery from a problem emotion. You know, we grow up with with these emotional uh, moments where and we try to cover them up in some way. And it's almost always some kind of control drama. So, uh, but the, the way to move, you know, there's only, we only have one emotion. Uh, everything else, uh, you know, hate, envy, uh, uh, bias, uh, jealousy, all that, that's not an emotion. That's a reaction that we've learned. Uh, and the only true emotion in my view, and that's, that's, this is a, an alignment that we have to achieve. And that is to feel, uh, what's called agape love. Yes. Okay? Agape. And, and that happens in prayer contemplation, uh, you know, where you intend or meditation, where you intend though, to find this emotional peace, uh, and, and, in in, med in this kind of contemplation, uh, what can happen is that if you just are, you know, you're, you hate somebody or you, you know, you, you seek in revenge or you just have some kind of turmoil, you know, you were betrayed. Those are, those are defensive reactions. How dare them really? Uh, and if you just move from, for yourself, not for them, you move, you, you tend, you ask for actually, because it is a opening of spiritual connection. Uh, and you intend and you affirm and you're grateful of this, of this heart opening that can, that can take place. What happens is that you are, you, you get connection to the feeling of love. Okay. We've all loved some body, some things, some animals, some puppies, some, right? <laughs> We, we don't love all the time, but we have experienced love. And that is what we have to recall because what we're after is the, is a, a feeling of love as our 
true emotion. It is the most stabilizing emotion that we can have. It is the most self-secure emotion that we can have. It is what we ultimately give other people. Therefore, it returns whenever we feel short. All we have to do is give it away, comes into us. Yes. And the practice is remembering it's agape. It doesn't have any conditions. Yes. You're not trying to get any love back. Yes. You're not trying to do anything, right? It's, all you do is feel this agape love. And agape love is a love that has no object. You're not loving anything or person. It's a state of love, right? That can be found in uh, contemplation where you're really kind of asking and intending, affirming that you can have that emotional peace in it. What happens if you got that agape love open, what happens is when you do get angry all of a sudden because of a reaction, it bounces off that love. You come back to love. You know, you have yes. expression. You come back to love always. And what happens is, is it sets you emotionally free. So you're not a slave to these problem emotions that slam you around. I agree. Well, this has gone really fast. I think we're going to have to do a part two here, if you don't mind, because we're going to have to pop off. But what are some closing words for people in this situation that we're in right now? And then please do give your website. Do you have your book there that you can just hold up by any chance? Because I didn't have I didn't have time to find it. But well, you know, it's the Celestine prophecy. It's everywhere still. It is. It is. Yeah. You're everywhere. You know, they, the people can, can just Google James Redfield. Um, uh, and, and all that will come up and, and, uh, uh, you know, I, what I would say to people is that, uh, find a community. Okay. Yes. One of the things we've created on our site, which is Celestinevision.com. Again, that will come up with James Redfield, but, uh, vision.com is our site and we have an internet community. So my, my message now is, yeah, we're cut. We're locked down. We can still experience community. Okay. Yeah. Don't you know, get out and have, have locality community. But yeah. you know, if you want some, if you want some place where you can talk about spiritual consciousness and all the, the great life and the high creativity that comes from that, then, uh, you know, seek a, seek, seek a spiritually oriented community. Uh, we have one that, uh, uh, that is uh, about learning, the, you know, the concepts, getting alignment with spiritual connection, proving to yourself it's a spiritual world. If you start acting spiritually, uh, your whole life will turn, uh, your karma will improve. Life's not supposed to be this hard. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's within a community that this has to be talked about and integrated, right? Because that's, we're herd animals, you know, we're all together in this. And it's a, it's a time where people need togetherness because in unity, because that's, that's really around spirituality and then start telling the truth. And, uh, you know, uh, I think we also have to um, point out uh, places where of li in life and around us that are corrupt uh, because that's, that's kind of the, the general cleanup 
uh, reaction mm -hmm. that we're all having about this. Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of controllers in the world that have just kind of waited for this moment for a long time to control everybody, right? Mm -hmm. And we just have to, we just have to uh, point that out and, yeah. and talk about it and have the conversation about the corruption without hating. Because right. as soon as you hate them, as soon as you hate anybody, you are in the dark side. And, yeah. and the timeline, if you want to be on the dark side timeline, go ahead. Yeah, that's not I a good path. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on the light side, good karma, because in on this timeline, the dark gets darker, the light gets lighter. Yes, and if you walk into a dark room, um and there's just a little candle. It is dark, but it makes the light so much brighter. And I think that's what we're doing. And I, I love that you're having this community. I just joined one of your Facebook groups too. And uh, I think Amanda is the one who let me in. And I was like, yay, this is cool. Another place because, and yeah, they're, they're doing what they can, not with just the lockdowns. If you think about the biofield being six to eight feet, and that's how the distance we're supposed to do because they know that it's interchangeable and that we can transfer the biofield to other people. But what they don't understand is that we're quantum beings. And so you can put these like psych ops in us and say, oh, well, you're separate. That's an illusion. We're never separate. We're in each other. We're all connected and we can still find each other. I have found more truthers in this season than I have in my entire life. And it's been super cool. And you know what I'm seeing is with the collaboration and the multiplication, uh, collaboration and the cross pollination, there's been a multiplication and we're, we amplify each other. And it's just been so cool. And like I said, what they're, what they meant for bad, it's going to backfire. They are going to get theirs. And, you know, yeah, community is you can transfer just by getting a coach, by getting a Facebook group, by being, by just talking, just thoughts. You know, we're, we have the technology for remote viewing and by location and, you know, teleportation. And, you know, how many times have you like thought about someone and then they called you? You think that's an accident? No, that's a God given DNA technology that you have. We have that. So there is no separation. So yes, I confer, I concur. And um, yeah, definitely you guys go get his book, go get all his books, watch the movie. Uh, I, I watched it again, maybe a year ago. And I was like, wow. I mean, it's just, it's powerful. And I do hope that you will do another video with us here in the future. Maybe after Thanksgiving, we can do a part two and, give you some more time to go through some of the other chapters and some um, touch on some other laws that you have, some of the key nuggets that you got for us. Well, thank you. I'd love to do that. And I would just say, you know, get into conversations, uh, you know, uh, uh, hopefully with your neighbors, but also across the world, you know, find a platform where you can really get into uh, conversations about how, you know your experience of spiritual spirituality because that's the grand topic that can elevate and transform your life and 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 allow you to experience these mysterious coincidences that'll take you through your solutions that you need and into your calling. I agree. I agree. Well, I hope to see you guys again. I want to let you know and remind you 
that there have been some people who have been deplatformed, like even more recently today. So please go to swiftfire.org and get the newsletter. Please go to his website and get jumped on here because he is on Facebook too. We're all, we all have all these platforms, but the way things are going, uh, I just want to make sure that we can connect and that we will not lose that connection. But so go to swiftfire.org. And then also, um, he had mentioned earlier about astrology and um, not coincident, but uh, I have several other video uh, shows today um, that will turn into videos. But we have um, right after this in like 10 minutes, eight minutes, I have Charlie Ward and he's going to be talking about the quantum reset and uh, the ballot system. Uh, and that'll be at three for those of you guys who can stay on. And then at seven tonight, I have Christopher Carter, who's going to talk about the whole astrology thing and the whole cosmos alignment and what that means, where we're at with the planets, what that actually means in the real time. He's also going to go into this December 21st, which seems to be a big time of shifting and change. And so I haven't looked at this Joseph Anthony guy, but I'm going to check him out. That would be awesome. And then after Chris, we have Jason Q at 8.30. And I don't know, James, if you haven't heard of these people, you might even want to Maybe we'll do a big panel and have a whole bunch of people and then you guys can all meet each other and we can just explode this place with, with love and positivity and generosity. And yes, so thank you again. You guys, I will see you in a few minutes. Thank you for your time, James. Please tell Sally I said hello. Kiss the dogs for me. And uh, I'll have to come back and visit here again soon. I, I had a great time. I didn't get to see you when I went up there, but I had a great time with Sally. So tell her I said, hey. I'll do it. Bless you. All right. I'll be in touch. Thanks so much.